All right, welcome back down to New Orleans. So glad you could join us. Westwood One's NCAA Final Four Radio Row brought to you by Werner, the official ladder of NCAA March Madness and the official ladder of professional contractors everywhere. Werner celebrating 100 years of innovation available locally at National Ladder. Really uh happy to be joined by i mean there's no other way to say it he's probably going to blush when i say it but i'm going to say it anyway uh he's a legend uh head man at florida state probably has some acc pride going on right now we'll get into that leonard hamilton uh, kindly joining us uh, first of all coach really appreciate the time how are you well thank you very much i always enjoy coming and visiting with you guys uh this is an exciting time of year uh, March Madness is live and doing well. Isn't it? It's, it's so great with everything that we've been through the last couple of years mm-hmm. for everybody to kind of get back together now and, 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 you know, see some familiar faces, meet some new faces as well. NCAA really puts on a show for this Final Four. Well, the NCAA National Tournament is the best, most popular sporting event in the world. I mean, more people are involved, more people are engaged. Uh, it's a real, really exciting time. I've always pro- pro- proposed that we need to double the size of the NCAA tournament. We Instead of having 64, I think we need to have 128. You know, get more people involved because it's such a great, clean, wholesome event. Everyone gets excited, and there are so many upsets. You really can't predict what's going to happen. If you're a basketball fan, this is the greatest time of year. Coach, uh, honest to goodness, every year, whether it's the first Thursday or the first Friday, I have this epiphany. It's almost like a, a brick hits me on top of the head, and it reminds me just how great this tournament is for the reasons that you said. It's almost like a year passes and you forget anything can happen. When you're talking about a one and done, it doesn't matter if you're a 15 seed. It doesn't matter if you're a two. It doesn't matter what that number is in front of your name. This tournament, one and done, it's a beautiful thing. Well, when you think about uh, what's going on in college sports, especially in college basketball, you have a lot of youngsters that are trying to go to school to get their education. See, sometimes we lose sight of what this is really about, the student athletes. Uh, most of these kids, a lot of them, are first-generation college students. They change the whole culture of their families and, and, and their whole well-being and their careers and their future by going to school and having an opportunity to get their education. Yeah. Now, for on the, on, from a public standpoint, you see the games, you see the wins and the losses. If you go to the NCAA tournament, that's why I propose to expand it. It's such a great event. And it means so much to so many different people, so many different communities, so many different households that I think we shouldn't we shouldn't be selfish and only have 64 teams enjoy this experience. Where can we sign up for that? I, I'm I'm signing my name to that. I'm I'm down with that. Coach Leonard Hamilton kindly joining us. Hey, I mentioned uh, when we introduced you. Um, obviously, you wish your Seminoles were here. There's no doubt about it. But there's a lot of ACC proud, a pride. I'm assuming as well, huh? What I said during the year, even though uh, during the course of the year, you had a lot of people saying that the ACC was down. I, I kind of laughed at that because what's, what has happened over the years, North Carolina and Duke have been so dominant, and uh, that if they're not great, if they're not predicted to be great, or something is a little off-kilter, the, the league somehow or another doesn't get the same level of respect. But you see, just like Virginia Tech won, won, the, won the tournament, uh, I, and I promise you, had any of those teams, you know, uh, had an opportunity to participate in the NCAA tournament, then you would really see 
what, what of how high of a quality ACC, how how high of a quality the ACC teams are. I mean, Notre Dame, we had we only had one team ranked in the top 25. Something wrong with that picture. Yeah. Now, if we didn't have, we could have had three teams in the Final Four. Yeah. For and then whoever is voting, whoever is predicting, whoever is acknowledging who are the top 25 teams in the country should go back and check themselves. Yeah. Now I knew all along. I told every reporter that I talked to that whatever teams get in the AC, whoever teams in the ACC get in the NCAA tournament, you're gonna find out how good the tournament is. And it, and it bore out to be just what I thought it would be. I am surprised we don't have three teams in the, in the Final Four. Yeah, I, let's You know what? Let's talk about Carolina. Obviously, Duke is going to be the story. We'll get your thoughts on Coach K in just a moment. But, <clears throat> I mean, it's almost one of those things. It's a back page. It shouldn't be a back page. The job that Hubert's done down in Chapel Hill, tremendous job. Get in as the eight seed, find themselves here. Obviously, something's going right on Tobacco Road. Well, last year we played for the championship. We lost to Georgia Tech in the championship game. North Carolina's that that was the toughest game for us to play. Mm-hmm. I think we beat them twice last year, but it was a dogfight, and they were extremely young with some inexperienced players. Now they came back and added a couple of pieces, and I I, I knew at the beginning of the year that they would be very good. Now, somehow or another, no one factors in the fact there are adjustments they have to make with teams, new players adjusting to different roles. I knew that North Carolina was going to be a challenging team, and they. What I what I predict is, is correct. They're awful, awful good. They they're long, they lean, they're athletic. They have. It's hard to defend them. They can hit you off the bounce, and they might be a little streaky with the perimeter with the perimeter shooting. But if they own, they can beat anybody in the country. What jumps out to you about Duke? I mean, we'll talk Coach Kane in just a moment, but that's another team. I mean, the season unceremoniously ended in Cameron with a loss to North Carolina. That loss, as you mentioned, to Virginia Tech, but. They hit on all cylinders once the tournament started. What jumps out to you about the Blue Devils? Occasionally when you have as many freshmen or first and second year players as Duke has, you're going to have moments where you kind of lose your focus or people can make some adjustments for to you that maybe they, it might be a little challenging for, for young guys. But don't don't be fooled by that. They're hard-nosed, they're tough, and, and if they get in their comfort zone, uh, they are awful hard to handle. And they have people that, that – Take tough shots, but they make tough shots. And and and, and Bangara, he is a unique player at 6'10. He has point guard skills, great perimeter shooter, 250 pounds. He's he's a load, inside and outside. So a lot of it comes down to matchups, a lot of it comes down to systems and styles. But now you're gonna have to really play well to be Duke. Yeah, no doubt about that. Leonard Hamilton kindly joining us here. Of course, he the head man at Florida State. Uh, Coach, you've been around for a long time. Coach K's been around for a long time. This is the final ride. What's your take on Coach K? I mean, from your, uh, you know, the way I look at it is the Leonard Hamiltons, the Jim Bayheims, the the Coach K's, that's a special generation of coaches, and we should cherish these guys. Of course, he's bidding everybody adieu, but what's your take on what Coach K's been able to accomplish? Coach K has had this thing figured out a long time ago. He recruits talent. He he evaluates them and puts those. He puts his players in situations where they can be successful while they're still developing. <clears throat> he takes advantage of who they are at the moment and he keeps working hard to help them develop who he wants them to become. Uh, they they are they're 
they not he has it figured out in terms of how to relate. Mm-hmm. His guys always seem to give you maximum amount of effort. He, I would say he spends as much time coaching their minds as he does their bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he has it. He he has a unique style. He it's almost like he teaches them how to play, as opposed to confusing them with a whole lot of plays. That's a great. That's a great. How have kids changed in your time? I mean, you've been coaching for a long time. I, you know, so often you hear kids change. I don't know if it's kids change as much as the times change. But what's your take on that? I don't think the kids have changed very much. Is that they have more distractions? Yeah. You know, you have so many different things that can break their concentration. Uh, the game has gotten to be so big. Uh, it, 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 it. Sometimes you lose your focus. You always have people trying to advise kids how to get to a place where they've never been themselves. <laughs> and so it's very interesting. They mean well. They love the kids and they're close to them. But they, 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 they're going on what they think. They're not necessarily advising them from experience. They, 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 it's almost like they're they reading a book and they're trying to apply what they've read or what they've seen or what they've heard to, to reality. And sometimes that's not always there. The kids have so many more distractions. And it's getting, it's becoming even more challenging now that you have the, you have the, the overtime league where kids now are skipping their senior years in high school in junior years with an opportunity to make money to, to go to the, to try to get to the NBA. You have, you have kids who can go directly from high school now to the D league, which, which, which is, it can, can be somewhat enticing. You have the NIL that, that seems to be making a major. Uh, impact on the decisions that people are making, and 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 then you, now you got the transfer portal where you can transfer and and uh, be eligible immediately with, without you know any type of conversation. It seems as though, in my opinion, you know, the more freedom you get, it's almost like we're creating uh, scenarios where the focus is not on getting your education. Yeah, it's not trying to develop. That's not any other part of our society. Uh, if you sign a contract with Chrysler, you know you you can't immediately t- the, the the next day decide you want to go to Ford. Yeah. You know you can't be the president of one hospital and all of a sudden you go across the street and be the president of other hospital. You can't play for the Lakers and then wake up the next day and say I'm gonna go on the portal and go play for the Clippers. Yeah. But in college you can wake up the next day and you can say I can be I'm at Michigan State but now I want to go to Michigan. Yeah. You know and, and and there's not anything we can do about it. Somewhere along the line. That level of responsibility and commitment has has been lessened, and so if if you have a challenge, instead of working through it, or at least having something a set out a year to give you some pause to think, that's it, it, it's, it's 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 not available. In other words, if I have a 16-year-old kid and I won't let him drive my car, well, he can he can move next door to the neighbor and and. and and fire me and go live in the next door because they'll let him drive the car. You know. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I don't know if that's healthy. I don't know if we're teaching our kids responsibility or working through challenges. Uh, but some people think that freedom is is great, and I like to know who they are. I don't think they any of my basketball coaches. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, some incredibly wise words, and I think we need to listen to the guys that have been there and done that, like you. Coach, it's a pleasure to chat with you. I've watched you from afar for many years. Continued success to you. Really appreciate you taking the time here in Detroit to chat with us. Well, thank you very much. 
Leonard Hamilton kindly joining us here, 760 WJR. Yeah.